Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know it's been a hot minute, but I have not forgotten about you. I've just been living life, and I've come to realize that this podcast, while it's a passion project, will most likely just stay a passion. And instead of posting on a regular schedule, we will just have to do it when the inspiration strikes. Today's episode happened just like that. I recently went to Playa del Carmen with some friends, and anytime I travel, I always make time to just practice gratitude. Gratitude for being there, gratitude for the opportunities to explore new places around the world, and gratitude to be able to spend time with people that I love. These friendships and bonds that I've created over the last couple of years, as I've shared my life with you all, have truly been a blessing. I've never been the girl who has tons of friends, and as I got older and their responsibilities piled up, making new friends wasn't always a priority. Making new friends as an adult can be difficult, but today I partnered up with my besties to share some tips, some insights, and hopefully give you the spark to go meet new people. I hope y'all enjoy it. Alright guys, today on the show I have two of my besties, Roxy and Chanley. Welcome to the show. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So this is Roxy's second time on the podcast. Mm. Roxy, you are the only person who has been on my podcast twice. So that is so cool. (laughs) You won that award. <laughs> so if you guys uh have not caught up on all the episodes Roxy and I did an episode about grief so if you want to hear about that definitely go back a few episodes or a lot of episodes <laughs> look for that episode um it was a really good one too but today I want to talk about friendship specifically about making friends as an adult because when we're kids, it's so easy to make friends. And I kind of did some little like research and digging into it. And it has to do like when you're a kid, we have all these opportunities for like unplanned interactions. And when you're a kid, you're not afraid of being judged and it's easier to be vulnerable. So you can go approach anyone, you know, in the classroom, at recess, at the park, at daycare, wherever, and you just start chatting it up and they do the same thing back and it's easy. But then as we grow up and we become adults, you know, we are afraid of rejection. We're afraid of judgment. We're afraid of 
so many different things um, that it makes it a lot harder to make friends. Now, I will be the first to say that I am not that great at making new friends, but luckily I have a, a community of people who are, which then in turn, you know, creates friendships for me. But before we dive into all of that, um, I want to talk about how all of us met. So Roxy and Chanley were friends way, way before I came into the picture. So I'm going to let you girls dive into that. How did y'all meet? How long have y'all been friends? All that good stuff. You go, Chanley. <laughs> okay. I love, I love your version of this story because. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, just like you said, how Roxy's great at making friends. Well, she was great at making friends at 12 years old too. Um, <laughs> so we've been, uh, my name's Chanley. Um, we have been best friends, me and Roxy, since we were 12 years old. And the way we met was, and Rox, correct me if I'm wrong, but like we were in seventh grade. Uh, we were all playing volleyball. This is, you know, middle school, you're starting to play sports. Mm-hmm. And Roxanne was really good friends with another friend of mine. Her name was Alana or is Alana. And uh, Roxanne, I think just one day came up to our table at in the cafeteria. And I think you just kind of told us you were going to be friends with us or something like you just approached us. You came sat at the table with us and she just never left. And <laughs> she <laughs> I, that's kind of how I remember is she just came in and I remember at 12 I was so shy, like, like you, Teresa, like I was never good at making friends. I didn't talk to a lot of people. And then at 12 years old, Roxanne was just as bubbly as she is now and just came up to us, sat at our table and that was really it. (laughs) And then we just bonded over volleyball after that and then grew really close. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Roxy's gift for sure. Um, (laughs) And then y'all have, y'all have remained friends this entire time. Was there ever a time where y'all like lost touch or anything and then reconnected y'all just remain friends yeah I mean for me I how does Chanley say it I was married at a very young age right (laughs) so I was in a relationship when I was 15 so going until I had my son when I was 18 a lot of my friendships during that time kind of dwindled away because mom life um but Chanley was was always there for me uh, and has been through literally all of my major life events so yeah she's been the the core of of my friendships yeah. uh, a little so yeah she's been I through love y'all. I love y'all's friendship and then y'all are starting a whole new adventure together which will we touch we'll touch on that later on so y'all can tell us about that new adventure um but yeah no I love that so I had friendships from when I was like in elementary middle school but just like you you know early mom life a lot of those friendships dwindled away mm-hmm. and then um yeah I just never really kept up with those friendships you know um but then okay let's talk about how we, we I came into the picture so <laughs> this was probably like it was COVID year I think it was 2020 what? um Roxy slid into my DMs on Instagram and we've been following each other for a while because we were both a part of the same community, the HC fitness community. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we followed each other. We liked each other's posts and stuff, but, and she lives in San Antonio. Well, one day she was in town here in Houston where I am and she sent me a DM and she said, Hey, I know we've never met or something like that. She's like, but I'm going to be in town. Do you want to meet up and have dinner? And I'll be honest, like, 
It, it is very unusual for me to say yes to a complete stranger because even though we knew each other, we were still strangers to each other. Um, and and I have you know an experience where I said yes to someone else, and it was a very awkward friend date, which was not even supposed to be a friend date. I'll tell that story later. But so like, yeah, for me to say yes to Roxy was like a big thing. But I told her when I read that DM, I felt so at peace. I didn't get any like weird, creepy vibes. I didn't like, I don't know what it was that just made me say, okay. And so we literally did. We met up, we had dinner, we had drinks. I met Marcus, who was at that time, your boyfriend, who's now your husband. Um, And we just, we got along so well. And then ever since then, you know, I've gone to San Antonio a few times. You've come to Houston a few times. And then we've formed a friendship through that. And then, of course, since you and Chanley are a package deal, that's how I met Chan. And I freaking love Chanley, too. She was my roomie in Mexico. I just freaking adore her as much, as much as I love Roxanne. So that is that is how I came into the picture. It's so fun. normally when Roxanne meets people like she doesn't say call many people besties but there's been just a few and you know normally I get a little jealous (laughs) and I didn't get jealous with you I love you (laughs) you know for a long time I was like I can't say that word I can't say that word because Chanley is her best friend (laughs) I'm not her best friend it's Chanley (laughs) Um, so, but yeah, so I don't know. I think something changed just going through like all the wedding and, um, Mexico. I was like, no, they're, I can call both of them best. No, you can't. Yeah. I feel like I know y'all so well. And I mean, I don't plan to dump y'all as friends anytime soon. So I hope the feeling (laughs) is mutual. I don't think we'll allow that to happen now. Not allowed. (laughs) Are you crying, Roxy? I don't know why my dear. Okay, I got it. No, I mean, I think you develop really strong bonds when you go through these like emotional life changes with people, you know. Mm -hmm. And I mean, watching you walk down the aisle and seeing your son Izzy walk you down, girl, I was I could not stop crying. Like I don't remember crying that much in any like like recently at all. Like I'm starting to tear up again. (laughs) Just watching your son like walk you down the aisle. Yeah, no, but it didn't help that he was crying like ridiculously. Yeah, yeah. it was hard. I wish I wouldn't. <laughs> it, it was such a great memory. No, it's probably it's probably best that you didn't have like the same point of view that the rest of us did because you probably would have been Bali just as much as him oh, and yeah. everybody else. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why I couldn't <laughs> talk in the beginning. Freaking baby, if you can. Yeah. So um. All right, so we're gonna talk. I want. I'm gonna give you each the floor to kind of talk a little bit. A bit. I want Roxy to talk about her, just her mentality on how she just approaches people. Like you know, like the yeah, just like her mentality behind it. Okay. And then Chanley also started a, a new adventure last year where she moved to a completely different state. So then I, <clears throat> I want her to talk about her experience making friends when she moved. So ladies, who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. Okay. So I think you mentioned something about when you're 12 years old or when you're just younger, you don't have a fear of rejection. You just 
are going to go out there and, okay, if you don't want to be for my friend, I'm just going to go move on. I feel like that's never gone away for me. I don't know if it's the middle child syndrome in me, or if it's, I've got 11 brothers and sisters. So it's just like, I need to make friends with whoever I can or whoever wants to be my friend, you know? Um, but I feel like that's never left me. So when I find women that like in your case, I was attracted to you. I was attracted to your personality. I knew that we would definitely get along. So when I was going to Houston, I know that you live there. I'm going to reach out to her because I want to, I want to meet new people. I want to build relationships. Like that's just, it's, it's, oh, it's always been in me to just make friends wherever I go. Right. And, um, we, we hit it off and now we're besties, you know? So I just, I'm not afraid of rejection. Um, at all, to be honest. And I, I was telling Chanley this the other day. And when it comes to like my dating life, I never, date, I've never dated, you know, like I'm not a big dater. So I, I don't know if there's like this, I don't know how to explain it, but I'm just, I'm not afraid to go up to a random woman. If I feel like something's there and just ask and talk and make that small talk, you know, um, I feel like Instagram and social media in general has definitely allowed me to meet a lot more women, um, which is pretty freaking awesome. And in return, like we'll go on these dates and we'll see if we connect. And if we don't, then it's fine. And we just say Instagram friends. And if we do, then we become more than Instagram friends, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm just, I don't know. I just, I, I think for me, it's, I really am not afraid to be hurt in that way. I just put my, put myself out there and, by doing that, it's allowed a lot of beautiful relationships in my life. You know, I, I mean, I can list off a few of the women that I've really, truly connected with and it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm very grateful for it. And like Chanley said, I do always like, Hey, I have a new friend, <laughs> bring them into bring them in. And then they become our friend. <laughs> and it's like, this wasn't like a one-off thing because even when we went to Sedona for your bachelorette trip, one yeah. of the other girls in the group, you also slid into her DMs and then that's how yeah. y'all met. So yeah. it's like, this is a, this is a Roxy thing. This is how she <laughs> makes friends. <laughs> Just have no fear. <laughs> yeah. Which I will say that being friends with you has helped me be a better person when it comes to making friends. Because before, like, you know, being on, in, on Instagram, it's easy to comment on a woman's post and be like, oh my God, you look beautiful. Oh my God, I love how that looks on you. Like it's easy to do that because you have that screen to protect you. But it's different when you're out in the real world and you see a girl and you're like, oh my gosh, she's beautiful. Normally, most people don't go approach them and tell them, oh my God. I go out of my way to approach them. Right. So now meeting you and just like seeing (laughs) how you are and just you've made me a better person because now I notice that I do that and I might not do it every time, but I'm not scared to approach, you know, a girl at the gym and be like, Oh my God, like, how did you do your gym hair like that? Like, that's super cute. Or, Oh my God, what gym shoes are those? Um, whereas before I would just kind of like admire from far away and then move on and do my own thing. So thank you because you have made me a better person that way. I I have to piggyback off that too, because like I said, 12 years old, I was very quiet and without having Roxy in my life, I probably wouldn't be as open to people. I like as approaching people as I am now, if it wasn't for her. So <laughs> same thing. Yeah. No, so sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like the, the one with Katie, 
I kind of joked about this, but having a dog, like, I don't know if I would have met Katie any other way, you know, Cardi, she's my bestie magnet. She <laughs> finds women like the dog park, whatever. Uh, but that's how I, that's the main reason why I reached out to her is because I wanted to learn more about what she did to help train her dog and fell in love with Katie in the process, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it. And Katie is like, freaking love that woman. I love her, but yeah, getting a dog and being fearless are like my two, (laughs) (laughs) my two big hints or my two big secrets. Yeah. Yeah. That's my next step. Getting a dog. I almost got a multi poo last week I was this close girl I was this close and then I thought it through and I was like no 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 I can't I can't I can't not yet not yet (laughs) don't ask us because we'll push you to do it I will push you to buy a dog now my family too my family was like do it you need a dog I was like I do no 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 I can't do it I can't do it (laughs) okay Chan all right so Chanley also lived in San Antonio um but she moved to Arizona where she didn't know anyone. (laughs) She just decided to pack up and move to a whole new state. And I want you to tell us about that adventure. Like what pushed you to to do that? And then how did you make friends once you got there? And that was really hard for me. Yeah. (laughs) By the way. It was, it was hard leaving everyone. Um, Yeah. So last year I, so I had been wanting, I guess to backtrack, I had been wanting to move for years. I mean, I think I probably talked about it for five years wanting to move. So yeah, anytime we would travel like to another state, I I always would go to the state with the mindset of, could I live here? And I'm sure a lot of people do that. And so I, this was during COVID. Well, it was kind of after COVID, but I had started doing some trips and I went to North Carolina to kind of scope it out to see could I live here? And then after that, we were going to go to Arizona. And I thought, well, you know, I've never been there. Um, let's, I, I mean, I'm going to check it out, see what I think. And um, anyways, I loved Arizona. I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it's beautiful here. It's so different. And it wasn't to me in my mind, it wasn't too far from Texas. And the reason I, I think I was really at a point where I was ready to move was, um, you know, talking about making friendships and stuff. I found myself very complacent in life. Like I wasn't really open to making new friends. I wasn't putting myself out there anymore. And so I actually comfortable in, in, in the routine here. I was very comfortable in my routine and I wasn't allowing really any new people in. And I knew I wasn't. And so I actually was looking at the move too as an opportunity to put myself in an uncomfortable situation. Cause I was like, I, I need to like put myself out there and I'm not doing it here. So let me move and try something different. Um, I always told myself when, with, before the move, I can do anything for one year, just one year and see what happens. And so I moved to Arizona. And so that was last June. So I've been here a little over a year now. And when I moved here, I, it, the mindset I went in was just, just, you have to approach people. And, and that was probably the hardest thing was going up to people that I didn't know and, and pretty much just asking for their number in a way. So, and I mean, there was context to like how I asked for their number, but I, I I walk up to strangers and be like, Hey, can I have your number? I know. Just walking up to people. Can I have your number? That theory. Don't know if it works. (laughs) It was like a lot of people at my complex. So I think I moved to an apartment complex that um, has a really, it has a nice dog park. So again, kind of the connection with dogs, dogs are a great way to meet people. Just like Roxanne said, like, 
if it was not for my dogs, I probably wouldn't meet have met most of the friends I have today here. And a lot of them. So I met at the dog park, you know, you're going a couple times a day and there was girls there that I would talk to and me. And, you know, over time you kind of see the same people. And at one point, you know, one of us asks each other for their, you know, your number. And really it was like my friend, Brooke, I, I can use her for an example. We exchanged numbers at the dog park and it's not like you see each other all the time, but um, the sons were playing in the playoffs. And I thought, okay, like I have to, I have to text her. Like I have to gr- get the courage to text this girl and ask her to hang out. It's like going on a date. Mm-hmm. And it was just putting myself out there to ask her, Hey, you want to go get drinks tonight and going out, having drinks. And, and luckily me and her connected great. Like we have become really good friends. Um, same with my friend, Nikki, that lives here at the apartment complex. Um, I was out at a one of the gyms, the local gyms here. And I saw her and I knew she lived at my apartment complex. So I went up to her, started talking to her and asked her for her number. And so same thing, we had dogs, we went out for dinner and it's just, I think just having to put myself in just the most uncomfortable situations and talking to people. And that was the whole point of the move. And I, yeah, I've just been able to connect to a lot of people here, have different experiences. I don't know. It's, it's been, it's been really good for my own personal growth moving away from everyone. I agree. And I know initially you were really scared, right. To, to find new people. You even considered uh, doing the friend app, right? I did. I I downloaded um, Bumble, uh, that Bumble friends, the Bumble BFF. Yes. And so I didn't work out for me, but I tried. (laughs) I got very lucky that I met, you know, people here pretty quickly. So I didn't have to use it, but no, I didn't know anyone here. So, I mean, and I work from home. So there was that other thing. I was like, I couldn't meet people through work. There was no one here. So I really had to put myself out there. Even when I would go out in public, um, I have a funny story about one friend I met. I, I can tell. Um, so I went out with my one coworker that lives here in Scottsdale. So I'm in Scottsdale, but we went out, had drinks and one of his friends was with us. And I had left to go hang out with another girl that I had met at my apartment complex. I met a lot of people at the apartment. So definitely apartments and dogs are the way to do it. (laughs) But we went out and um, before I had left them, we were at dinner and there was a table of girls next to us. And one of the guys started talking to the girls and kind of chatting them up. And this one friend, he likes to talk a lot. And so I ended up in the bathroom with one of those girls and I looked at her and I was like, hey, listen, my my friend's bothering you. Like, just kind of give me the look, you know, the girl look to like, Hey, back off. And I'll, I'll tell him to back off. And she laughed and she's like, no, no, it's fine. Well, then I ended up, like I said, leaving to go hang out with this other girl at my apartment. And it, it went really quick. Me and we didn't end up hanging out again, but I ended up texting my guy friends and saying, Hey, where are y'all? I want to meet back up. And so they were still out. Well, they ended up hanging out with those girls, uh, afterwards. And I was like, Oh, well, great. And so, well, anyways, I ended up going to hang out with them and, uh, I ended up getting the girls numbers that night. So me, me and them ended up being friends. So I'm kind of glad they hit on them because I was like, oh, this is perfect. I like these girls. And so we ended up hanging out and they ended up being my workout buddies here in Scottsdale. And they took me to cycle and, you know, Scottsdale body and workout classes. And they ended up becoming really good friends as well. So it's again, putting myself out there with people I didn't know that ended up becoming really close to me. Yeah. I love that. You know, you, yeah. brought up, you brought up another thing though that triggered something in me because y'all both said dogs and that, and you know, meeting yeah. friends through dogs. But then you, you also mentioned um, the gym. And I remember 
when I was in CrossFit, I built a lot of friendships with a lot of those people. And like, we would hang out outside of the gym. We'd go to the bar. We would go like actually go to each other's houses and stuff. And even though we're not like super close, like we were back then, we all still keep in touch and we all still like follow each other on social media. We all like, like maybe it went from a friendship to an acquaintance type of thing Mm -hmm. but that was a great way to make friends also and it was like I had a lot of fun at that time because I think when you're in the gym you're like pretty vulnerable and like the the walls come down so it's easier to make friends um so I that that totally just triggered like oh the gym's probably a good place I agree I agree there's been a, a couple girls for me that I've gotten really close with and it was because we ran into each other at the gym complimenting the outfits and then from there just hey I'm on Instagram and connected through Instagram and then you know just yeah same um so the the two girls I met here Mm -hmm. that I was working out with or are working out with um we did cycle bar and then we also went to this other place it's kind of like orange theory but it's it's called Scottsdale body so hit workout classes and they do a lot of things together where like I know at Scottsdale body they do pool days. Like it's an event where it's like, Hey, everybody that works out here, we're doing a pool day. And it allows you to like meet other people. And I know even at the cycle bar, they would do like brunch things afterwards after certain classes. So, so no, I think workout classes groups is such an, it's a great way to meet people too. Yeah. It really is. I remember we used to do crawfish boils whenever I was in CrossFit. And so that was also fun because we do crawfish boils. We play like volleyball and yeah, no, a great, a great way to do, uh, to, to build friends. Okay. So now I also want to mention friendship red flags because, okay. So I'm gonna tell you about one of the, the other person who slid into my DMS. So it it was different though, because she, um, messaged me and she said, Hey, I am trying to build my portfolio, like photography portfolio. She's like, would you be willing to meet up and like, I'll take some pictures of you so that you can use them for your, for your Instagram, for content. And then you can tag me and, you know, like I'll get some exposure. So it was kind of like a, a service, service for service type of thing. Right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Cause I've done that with other photographers in the past and it worked out just fine. So we meet up, we're like, okay, let's meet up at this coffee shop. Cause I was going for like this, like very like coffee shop type of like vibe for my, for the photos that I wanted. And then we get there and she doesn't take out her camera. And I'm like, okay, like, this is a little weird. And then she's like, do you want to order a coffee? And I'm like, sure, I guess I need a coffee, you know, like to take the pictures. So I know I go and I order my coffee. She orders her coffee and then she goes and she sits down at a table. So I follow and I sit down at the table and then she proceeds to tell me like, her whole like dating life and like just too much like TMI stuff Uh for for someone who you just met. And on top of that, we agreed to meet, to take photos. Like it wasn't supposed to be like a, like a friend date type of thing. So just like the whole thing felt very weird, very off. And I'm, I don't like confrontation. So I didn't say anything. I just kind of like, I stayed there and I listened to her and I talked to her whatever, but 
After that, I was like, that was very, very weird. And I never want to do that ever again. Um, and that happened before I met you, Roxy. So that's why I say, like, the fact that I said yes to you after that experience was like, it was big for me because that was very awkward. And she was a nice girl. Like, she was not mean. She was a very nice girl. Um, but it was just like, it was so awkward. And like, it, like we met under a false pretense and that to me felt disingenuine because if you really just wanted to like grab coffee and become friends then say that hey let's be friends let's meet up for coffee but I felt very tricked and that was kind of like the mm, if you're gonna do that to like start off a friendship then I don't know that I want to pursue a friendship with this person so yeah. I don't know that's just something that I wanted to uh bring up no, that's a, it's a really good point for me. I mean, I've seen some women, you know, say, Hey, you know, we can meet and we can, you know, like you said, I'll take pictures of you. You take pictures of me. And for me, it's, that's, I, I don't ever sign up for those things because that's, I, I don't know. I'm just not, that's, I'm not interested. I don't feel like it would go past beyond that. Right. Because you're, you're so focused on the service versus connecting with the person. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some people that I've, that come, that approach me at the gym and then like life just comes out of their mouth. And I'm just like, yeah, 45 minutes have gone by. Yeah. <laughs> My workout's done. I can't do anything any, any, anymore. Um, so like when, when, when people do stuff like that, it's, uh, I don't know, for me, it's, it's a turnoff, like too much, too, too yeah. much, too soon. I, 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 I get overwhelmed with, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. My mom used to say that I'm empath, so I get I could feel a lot of things, and, and if they're pouring stuff on me, like I get it really quickly, and I, it's it it becomes too much for me. Um, yeah. But when you have good intentions, I think, you know, like if like you said, if you really want to just go have coffee and talk, then that that's the subject. Hey, you want to go have coffee and talk? You know, and mm-hmm. that's it, right? It doesn't need to be a secret way to hang out with you. Cause yeah, it's, it would be a red flag yeah, for sure. For sure. And then I guess also like for anyone else listening, you know, take this as some advice when you invite someone out, you know, you want to be friends with them. Yeah. You want them to know every part of you, but kind of maybe give it to them in little bit pieces, because if you just unload everything at once, you're yeah. going to scare them off, which is essentially what she, what she did. Um, wow. and, you know, and that happens in the, in dating also, like if I meet a guy and, you know, we go to a bar or go to dinner and our first date, and he just like unloads all this stuff on me, I'm not going to want to go on a second date with him. So it's the same thing with friends. They're not going to want to go on a second friend date with you. You gotta, you gotta oh, that's true. That's a good yeah, point. be vulnerable, of course, but give it to them in little pieces so that you don't overwhelm them at, at once. Yep. It is. I Sometimes I wonder too, when people do that, I'm like, is it nerves or what is it that's, you know, causing them to do that? But um, or is it me, you know, it, do I yeah. just some good vibes. You could tell me everything. I don't know. <laughs> I know I am. Um, I do have another like red flag. So I, I mentioned the person I went to hang out with when I left my guy friends. Um, so again, kind of like your situation, really sweet girl, but I think I met her in a scenario that just, it just didn't work out. And so she had invited me out with her friends to go to a local bar here in Scottsdale. 
And it's this area they call the vortex, just a bunch of clubs area, club area. It's, it's, it's the name sounds horrible and I don't even like the area. It's, it's very clubby, but, um, is that where we went whenever you took me when when I went to, when I said, no, that was old town. So that was, yeah, Yeah. no, (laughs) I should have driven you down that area, the club area. Cause I, I'm telling you when you drive just down the street, your car is just shaking from like the base of the music. It's. It's so it's too much for me, but we went to this bar called Bevy, and when I went to meet with them, uh, I could tell she had a couple drinks, and I was like, "Oh, okay, you know, she's having fun." And then we go to the bar, and I had one drink the whole time I was with them. And at one point, she turned and looked at me, and she goes, "Let's get blackout drunk." And I was like, "Oh no!" And I was like, "These are not my kind of people." I was like, "I gotta go." <laughs> and I'm in bed by ten. I was like, you, you don't understand who you're talking to. And it's like, it's like, is it a red flag or is it nerves? Like, was she nervous? I mean, she was with her other friends. I was the one that should have been nervous, but it was like, I could tell very quickly. I was like, we are on very different paths in life. Like it's, you know, you could tell very quickly if it's yeah. going to work out or not. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and that's okay. Because like, I think, yeah. you know, where you are in life is also going to determine if you become friends or not. And like I say this, you, you, there's friends that for a lifetime and there's friends that for a season, right? Yes. Like I've had friends that have just been for like a certain season of my life. And then mm-hmm. we grew apart and it wasn't like that anyone did anything bad to the other. It's just like we moved on and we were no longer on the same path. Um, and one thing that I like look for when I'm dating that I also apply to my friendships is I look for people who I have chemistry and compatibility with. So mm-hmm. if I meet someone and their idea of fun is, you know, going clubbing and getting high and I'm not judging, like that's your type of fun, then you do that. But that's not my type of fun. So then I'm going to be like the person that's going to drag you down or I'm going to be the person who you're going to be annoyed with because that's not necessarily my thing. So, mm-hmm. and you know, vice versa, like my idea of fun is maybe like going to see like a movie at the park at night or checking out a new restaurant. Um, you know, and I've, I've told y'all before about, I was had a friendship with a girl and she would not eat. <laughs> and so like that, that just wasn't going to work for me because like, I want to have someone that I can go check out new restaurants with that we can do things like that. And so we just weren't compatible. There was no compatibility in that friendship. So that's what I look for whenever I meet new people are we compatible? And do we have chemistry? Mm -hmm. Agree. And that's where I think for me, learn moving and and meeting people and seeing, you know, Hey, you know, no judgment, but obviously we're on different pages here. Like what you like and what I like are very different, but I think like Roxy said earlier, you know, it's learning that it's okay to like meet someone and it not work out. Like you don't, you don't have to hang out again. It's, It's okay to see like, okay, we're, we're very different, you know, nice to meet you, but move on kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, yeah, you know, I I don't like to say that you have a type, but you are a type, right? And you attract certain people and that's okay. Totally Mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Yeah. And and like, you don't have to be a hundred percent the same person. Like Mm -hmm. you two are both very religious and I've been very open about the fact that I'm not religious, but Mm -hmm. that has never been something like a a source of contention between the three of us. Like I respect y'all for y'all's beliefs. And I love that y'all have these beliefs and how y'all share them, but y'all also respect me, you know, that I don't necessarily share in those same beliefs, 
mm-hmm. all the time, but there's a mutual respect here. And, and that's why I said, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a hundred percent the same people, but you yeah. do have to have some type of like respect for each other. Agree. Yeah. You do. Um, any other friendship red flags that y'all can think of? Let me think. So I, I, have y'all had like a big friendship blowout? Cause I have. I've not. I have. I have too. Yeah. You want to talk about it? I'll tell you. I'll tell you about mine. So I was. I was friends with this girl. So okay. So let me take it back. I was friends with her sister. Her sister and I are the same age. We were same grade. We went to middle school. We were friends since we were little. Then when I got pregnant, when I was in high school, my friend's sister, this girl, she also got pregnant. So then we kind of bonded over that because we were pregnant at the same time. Um, I was 17. I think she was like 20 at the time. So she was young still. Um, So our boys are like six months apart. and, And like we bonded through that, right? And then we had toddler boys. So of course we would, we became mommy friends too, because we would do play dates with our boys. As our boys grew up, obviously our boys, you know, they have their own personalities and their own friends. So they didn't really like play anymore, but her and I, we still remained friends and, you know, we would go to concerts together and she was a single mom for a while too. So we kind of bonded over that. We bonded over being young moms and then over being single moms. Mm -hmm. So we were friends for decades. Um, But then as we got older, she would dismiss my feelings a lot. So she eventually ended up getting married and um, she, you know, I would, I, I wanted to talk to her just about how hard it is to be a single mom sometimes, but then she would kind of like take the spotlight and be like, oh, well, I'm a single mom too. And, and it's like, no, you're married. Like, it's not the same thing. Like mm-hmm. you have help. You have a double income. You have like, we, when you're sick of your kid, you can be like, go to your dad or go to your stepdad, Right like leave me alone for a while and I, I couldn't do things like that and so anytime that I tried to like share about just how I was feeling and my hardships she would twist the things that I was saying and she would dismiss my feelings and then she would try to one-up me on everything if I had to if I wanted to celebrate something she would one-up me with a celebration of her mm-hmm. own and it was just a very narcissistic friendship is what it turned into and one day like and I like I told you before I don't like confrontation so I kind of just kind of like let it roll off my back and I never really said anything but one day (laughs) we were at at a party and I don't even know what the conversation was about but I said something and she did what she always did and she won up me and took the spotlight and I cracked like like right there in the middle of everyone I was like see this is why I can't tell you anything because no matter what I say you have to go and you have to make it about you and you can't just let me have the spotlight for one freaking second and then I started crying and I stormed off and that was pretty much the beginning of the end we tried we met up we tried to like rekindle our friendship we tried to hang out a few times after that but like once that word vomit came out it was like there was no fixing the friendship and in hindsight now I'm like I should have spoken up all of those times when she made me feel that way instead of bottling it all up and then exploding everything at once so 
yeah, like that, that's, that's really what happened with that friendship. And it sucks because like I said, we were friends for, for decades. We were friends for a long time. That's hard. It's hard when, um, cause I'm the same way. Like I, and I'm trying to work on not letting things bottle up because it's hard to be confrontational. Like it's, it's hard to say how you're feeling and not like offend the other person because it's natural to get defensive. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard. I, I, I know people like that where it's the one upping it's, it can be so frustrating sometimes and they don't see it. No, they don't no. See it. not at all. And like, and, and yeah, if something went wrong, it was my fault. If something was going well, she would one up it. And it was just very dismissive. And even I remember one time, and this is why now I'm very like, whenever I date someone new, I'm very private about it because I remember I was dating this one guy that I really, really liked. And I was like, okay, I want you to meet my friends. So we all went and had drinks together and she decided to go dance on his lap. Like that was like our first time that he was meeting my friends and her thought was like, let me go dance on Teresa's date's lap. And I was like, I would never, ever do that to one of my friends. So like the fact that she thought that it was okay. And then like, I did confront her about that. I was like, I didn't like that you did that. And she's like, well, you can go dance on my husband's lap. And I was like, no, because that's not, like, I would never, I would no. never do that. Would you imagine if you or I went to Marcus and started dancing? I would no. never, I would <laughs> never. never. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So it was like. People like that. Wow. Oh, there, there yeah, are people like that. And you know, if, if, if that's the kind of like bond and friendship that you and your friends have, then you that's your type of friendship but like that kind of friendship wouldn't work for me and it didn't work for me and that's why we're no longer friends but just you know what the lesson that I learned through that is speak up when things are bothering you because if if that friendship is going to last that there needs to be some healthy confrontation some healthy uh arguing that needs to happen so that you guys can get past it yeah agree I do you guys, that. do you guys have ever had like a fight? I don't think you've ever had a blown out flight fight, but definitely where maybe like, I know I've like been like, like, I just, I, I, not that I'm holding anything in, but maybe I'm like already annoyed and like, like, I just like blurred something out and I'm like, oh, that was kind of rude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do that. But normally I think we get over things pretty quickly. I don't think we've ever had like a big blowout. Yeah, no, I, we, we haven't had a big blowout. We, we've definitely had our fair share of arguments for sure, but it's, it's those healthy ones where yeah. you're not intentionally trying to hurt the other person. You truly want to get to the root of the problem and fix it, right? Because you love this mm-hmm. person and you want to keep this relationship going. Yeah. My son asked me uh, a couple years ago, mommy, what's the longest relationship you've ever been in? And I said, Chanley, and he was like, he was expecting me to say, you know, my last marriage. And I said, Chanley, and he was like, why would you say Chanley? And I said, that relationship, aside from you, son, is the most important relationship I have in my life. Like, I will do anything I can to protect my relationship with Chanley, you know? So if that's something's bothering me, I want to talk to her about it. If, uh, I don't, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, I, I, you watering your plants, right? Like that's, this truly is a relationship 
and uh, has been the longest one that we've had for a very, very long time. Now, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's important to to be good to those people, to be good to the people that you want in your life that are adding value to your life, and you're adding value to their life. Like you, at the end of the day, good people. Yeah. Life's too short to to have people in your life that are going to bring you down, like mm-hmm. suck you dry. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, see, and then going back to this friendship too, she's supposed to be my best friend, right? So when I got my tummy tuck, I kept that secret for six months. I remember you telling me I that. did not tell her. I did. I, I knew that if I told her, she was either going to make fun of me or she was going to try to talk me out of it. Like in my heart, I knew that. And she's supposed to be my best friend. Can you imagine if one of you decided to do like have surgery and you wouldn't tell the other one? Like that's insane. So like looking back on it now, I was like, like in my heart, I knew that something was wrong. And I told her, I remember I had my surgery at like 5 a.m. I was home by like 2 p.m. I was knocked out on drugs until like 4 or 5 p.m. I picked up my cell phone and I texted her and I was like, so I did something today. And she immediately replied back, like, what'd you do? And I was like, I had surgery. I had a tummy tuck. And she was like, what? And luckily she didn't say anything then because I think she figured like it's already done. Um, but the fact that pretty much everybody else in my circle knew, like even my coworkers knew, but I hadn't told my, my quote unquote best friend. Um, so like that, like you that, were already subconsciously protecting yourself. I was, yeah. I was. And I started doing that way before, like I ended it like for good. Um, but yeah, so I guess um, circling back to making new friends, especially or maintaining friendships, as adults, you know, we gotta, we gotta be intentional. Um, Mm -hmm. We gotta be respectful of each other's differences. It's okay to argue. It's okay to have those healthy um, arguments and and then get past them. Don't bottle things up for sure. And I, I feel like a lot of this, this is applicable to friendships, but just, just all relationships in general, what like, you know, like sibling relationships, uh, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, parent, child relationships is we, we gotta be intentional and we gotta show our love to them. You, you gotta be a little bit vulnerable, vulnerable yeah. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So let's end on a positive. Well, unless you'll have anything else to add. No, I think that's it. I just adding to that friendship. It's like your, your best friend, they, they should be the one that hypes you up. Like I'll send Roxanne, you know, I've, I've lost some weight over the years and I will send Roxanne progress pics just to Roxanne. Cause I know <laughs> that she will come back and be like, you go girl. Like, you know, like you gotta have, your I'm never girl. that subtle yeah. about it. <laughs> no, like that's like very subtle. I don't want to be too dramatic on here, but she's like my big hype girl. <laughs> yeah. No. And you need that. You need people who are going to hype you up, who are going to celebrate you. Yes. You know? yeah. yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's okay to knock each other down every once in a while, but like, girl, you need to rethink that situation a little bit. You like, not in a mean way, but like, you know, like you, if you know, like your friend is dating someone who's not good for them, maybe like approach it oh, yeah. in, a, had care, in a caring funny. way. Had those conversations. Yeah, yeah. Like approach, yeah, no, I think you should, because you care about them. You don't want to see them hurt. So maybe approach it in a caring way, which maybe that can be a completely separate episode another time, but mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you do have to um, have that open communication with each other to maintain that friendship. Yeah. Okay, so as I was saying, to circle back and end on a positive note, you guys have been on many adventures together. Volleyball, high school, uh, Roxy's parenthood, uh, <laughs> marriage, divorce, losing a parent. Like, 
y'all have been through so much together and you guys are about to start a whole new adventure and I'm so excited for you. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I want y'all to tell the news. What are y'all doing? So we are starting our own boutique. It is called Live by Grace and we're, we're so excited. It's gonna be faith-based, women-focused. So two of our favorite things, right? Getting to meet with other women, uh, getting to talk about Jesus, just like all those things that we love. And so we are starting this boutique and we're hoping to actually go live in October. It's going to be an online boutique. Uh, yeah. I don't know, Roxanne, if you have anything to add. No, that's, that, that's really it. We were just talking about some of the pieces that we're excited about. And um, I'm mostly excited about the, the things that we're going to curate. So I'm really, really looking forward to those. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm so excited for you because I've been able to like get a little behind the scenes look at things like I've seen y'all's logos and I've seen some of the pieces that y'all have selected for the boutique and like y'all yeah. y'all are literally friendship goals and I freaking love y'all and I'm so excited <laughs> that y'all are gonna go on this new adventure and that I, I'm gonna obviously be your number one cheerleader and supporter the whole way because I just freaking love y'all so much um but yeah I so I will definitely tag everything in the episode notes I'll tag both of these beautiful women I'll tag um the boutique I will tag everything but thank you ladies so much for doing this Yay! don't be afraid to go out and make new friends yeah go out there yeah. make new friends <laughs> approach people it's scary but we can do it you could do it yeah, yeah. Don't women have so much power People have so much power. We all have so much power. So don't be afraid. I love it. <laughs> and send this to send this episode to someone who could benefit from the message or the words from um, today's show. So, all right, ladies, bye. 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 I'm like, can you just end it and then we like just stay on? Uh, I know. Can we keep talking? Yes, of course. I'm going to stop the recording though. Hold on. Okay. <laughs>